What's up, sports family? It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's right. NFL football is back. Mike, good morning. Say what up to the sports family. What up, sports family? <laughs> Mike, bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here. So let's talk about the Bucks, man. What say you? I mean, I, I, uh, can I say something for a second? You sure can. The course. You know, I think the sports family that's been with us along this journey for it's been almost a couple of years now, right? Yes, sir. I mean, I think I've been pretty, uh, pretty upfront about my pettiness, right? Like, I, I mean, my my petty has been in, on display for everyone to see, and I think we've gotten a lot of folks that reached out, you know, social media and stuff like Mike. Why are you so petty with Jamal? Why are you so mean and everything? And like, I'm the villain on this show, apparently. But people don't recognize that, like, you take petty to another level too, and 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 we don't talk, we don't bring enough light to it. I have said since Tom Brady left that we were going to suck this year. I said because you know we got Baker Mayfield as our quarterback, we're going to suck. I have said this over and over, but Jamal week after week is going to want to do a recap of the Bucks. And I don't want to recap the Bucks. I don't want to talk about the Bucks. Yeah, we know they suck this year. I'm not going to a game this year. I'm not. They we. I would be surprised if we win four or five games. That's that's all it is. We don't even need to talk about the Bucks anymore. You know what, Mike? What what kind of fan are you? What kind of fan are you? You know what? You brought me into your home at Raymond James Stadium, and I. You know what? And I fell in love with it. The fans are nice, man. We had a great time. Every time we go, man, we have a great time, man. And I, I, you, you know what? When the chips are high, you are the number one Bucks fan to talk the most cash money shit I've ever seen and ever heard. <laughs> and sports family, let me tell you something. I, I, I want y'all to remember this. Write it down. Take a picture. If the Bucks win off a few games, guess who's gonna be talking? <laughs> Guess who's gonna be talking? He but got it, but, control over me. But this is this is what Jamal is doing, people. Y'all know I we just got out of a, a really we was in a relationship with Tom Brady, and it was a great relationship. We and we broke up. We broke up. There was we broke up on good terms, right? But now we kind of we started dating somebody new, Baker Mayfield. But we're out with Baker, but we see Tom, you know, and. And even though things didn't end horribly, you know, we see Tom and we got to pretend we're happy with Baker and we're happy for Tom. And we're not. And so right now, it, 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 it's, it's kind of we going through that kind of phase of I don't really want to I don't want to have to pretend right now. <laughs> right now, I don't want to have to pretend. I don't want to have to pretend that we're going to have a great record. I don't want to pretend that we don't miss Tom Brady. I don't want to have to pretend on any of that stuff. So, you know, the fact that you want to keep bringing this up, hey, let's talk about the Bucks and hey, talk about Baker. What are you guys going to do? How are y'all looking? Y'all know how we looking. <laughs> when, I, when we're good, I'm the first one to tell you we're good. I'm the first one to tell you we're going to the Super Bowl. I have told you what we're going to look like this year, and we don't have to keep reliving this. <laughs> Mike, but, but I, I do have a question for you. I mean, like, so y'all still got some things intact, right? I mean, Still got the same head coach, so there's some continuity and there's some chemistry still. You still got the your number one receiver who, for the last nine years, I remind you, 
has been a, a thousand yard receiver for the last nine years. Now, granted, he'll be long in the tooth now, but <laughs> <laughs> and y'all still got Chris Godwin. I mean, y'all still got that defense. So I, I just gotta ask the question: Is Baker Baker Mayfield that bad? <laughs> Baker's not Tom Brady. Let's just let's let's just say it. you know what I mean. And and here's the other thing that you know when I give that whole relationship analogy. Now throw that whole analogy out there, and then now I got my best friend right there next to me, reminding me how good the relationship I used to have was. You know what I mean? Like trying to make me be okay with who I'm with now. You know, and that that's not where that's not where it is. That's not where it is. I, I, I'm still thinking about I want that old thing back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling I just you, you know what, just from a perspective of a friend, and I, I will add a, a a a really, really good friend who's gonna tell you the truth. Man, look, there's qualities about her Baker Baker, <laughs> that I think you should appreciate, man. He's you know what, he he's he's seasoned. He's won some games, he's been to the playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs? We'd be lucky to win a game. That's no. what Mike will have you say. You know what? But Mike, look, you still you still play Atlanta, right? In y'all division. You still play Carolina in y'all division, right? We do. We do. In those two teams, you got a rookie and you got a second year quarterback in Atlanta. He might as well be a rookie. I don't know what you're afraid of. You can win that division. I'm not sitting here saying that uh, we have the toughest division in the league. That that is that is not what Bucks fans use as the barometer. It's Super Bowl or bust, baby, and we know we're not Super Bowl. So I, you know, when when you think just a couple of years ago, we were talking about low management, and make sure everybody's healthy, right for the right playoff run. I don't want to just get to the playoff with a garbage team and get blown out. You know what that feels like. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yep, I said it. Oh, pium, pium on everybody. <laughs> Man, look, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> okay. You done woken up cracking. <laughs> Man, let me tell you what. So, sports family, y'all know me, diehard Niner fan to the core. But I will tell you this, is that I'd rather be the unassuming team that sneaks uh, you know under the radar the 49ers of course you know we're expected to win it all I get so sick and tired of that every year Mike you know that it's okay we Super Bowl or bust okay our Super Bowl window is now every year for the last I don't know since what 2019 we've been saying that and dude I'm just I I don't want to say nothing okay like yeah we we just signed Nick Bosa to the enormous contract, man. Shouts out to him. He got paid. He deserves every penny of it. But here's my thing, though. I mean, I, I, I just – and you know how – you know where I'm going with this. I'm a fan of Kyle Shanahan in the sense of he's a good offensive coordinator. But I'm not on board with that, with everybody saying how good of a head coach he is. Now, granted, the wins say otherwise. He's doing you wanted him fired for some years. But, Mike, you, 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 here, here's what I'm going to say. I've seen teams, you've seen teams do more with less talent. 
Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are stacked at every damn near every position, but yet we keep falling short. So I want to kind of temper my expectations. Hell, they got us before Nick Bosa signed uh, his contract just days ago. They had us uh, underdogs to the, the Steelers, who I remind you guys, they they, they got a, a very young, not a rookie, but very young. I think this is his second year. He looks yeah, I mean, and I mean, but look, look, when I when I name off all this talent that we got on our team is how is it that we continue to fall short? So we got Debo, we got Brandon IU, we got Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, we got all these studs. That's the name a few. All these studs at every position, and we still fall short. And and one of my biggest things, and you know, my biggest gripes is this. If we're going to expect for the players to year in, year out, get better, get better, and that's what the coaches preach, I need to see our head coach get better. I need to see Garoppolo go somewhere and ball out so I can point out to you, look how your old boo thing used to do. Oh, my God. We're going to follow exes around here. Exes. So let me tell you what, man. Hey, I, hey, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to pour gasoline on it now. <laughs> Horse family, I told him, I told him, Tom Brady X, boy, she was like, she put that voodoo magic on you. <laughs> she put the voodoo magic on y'all season. <laughs> and she what dynasty. Tom, was it worth it? Man, this, yeah. this, this whole, this is the real fantasy football. Not the fantasy, fantasy football that we know and we've grown to love where, you know, we're, you know, betting on our teams and picking players and all that. Fantasy football all started because of Tom Brady and his ex. She, like, you know what? She said, go fuck around and find out. Go back to that team and play one more year. I'm done. Man, that was the end of y'all season. That was the beginning and end of y'all season. Mike, I asked you periodically last year, <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> and what did, I, what did I say every time? <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the epitome of like that. You, you know what? Even when I'm wrong, I'm going to find a way to be right. Mike, know that, that hey, it hurt one more year. One more. And, and you know what, Mike? I think you went on to say she she's very like she was the petty one. But she was the selfish one, right? She was real selfish. Yes. yes. <laughs> do that's, explain. That, because you could have waited till after the season to do all that. You waited when we trying to go through the new additions in our playbook and new wrinkles we want to throw out. And then you got to hear this man flying back and forth between Tampa and Miami trying to make you happy. Mm. You know what it is when you signed up to be the wife of the greatest quarterback that ever walked the face of the earth? Dang, come on. Come on. <laughs> For what? what? Who are you dating now? Come on. It's, it's Tom Brady, the GOAT. Man. The GOAT. Look, look, this, this this is an example of two things can be right at the same time, you know. And now I got to be happy that he done moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pretend hey, like I want the best for him. Has, it's, it's happened before, right? He can unretire, right? Come save the day, right? Put that, that cape on. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's the problem is, I, you know, I'm looking at it as what he used to be to us. But Tom don't to Tom today doesn't look like the Tom that we even we had. So even if we got back together and tried to run it back, it probably wouldn't even really work. You know what I mean? Like so, 
I'm sad to see him go, but I recognize like he's not even the time we used to have. Mm. Mm. Speak on it. Speak on it. And I tell you what, man, I was just like, uh, you, 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 you guys really made cowboy fans over here in Texas very happy last year, boy. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, and so I owe you a thank you, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I ever formally thank you for this, man. Thank you for that, man. You, you got them. You got those cowboy fans right where we needed them to be, man. They came in here with like 49ers. Who? After they shellacked y'all, they came in here with their chest poked out, you know what I'm saying, saying it with their chest, and we put their ass to sleep. We, so thank you, Mike. You got them very well situated, right to the point where we we like, we got it from here. We got it from here, little brother. And, you know, we did. Uh, Don't you say nothing about the Philly game now, okay? The Philly game, that NFC Championship game was just, that's a fluke, Okay. So we'll leave it at that, all right? We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Billy gave y'all that two-finger. Oh, man. <laughs> man. let me tell you something. So, hey, Mike, look, look. Isn't it amazing how to – and I'll say this. I, You know what? Shouts out to Mike. He's been a diehard Bucks fan since we've been kids, man, since Tecmo Bowl. And so I never understood why. Just like people couldn't understand being Florida boys, you know what I'm saying? I could understand him being a, a Bucks fan. You know, we're from Florida, but nobody could understand how I was a 49er fan. You know what I'm saying? So never mind that. But I got to give shouts out to people who are diehard fans. Win, lose, or draw, okay? But just somehow, Mike, I, I, like it's people in my family that just mysteriously became Eagle fans. Like just overnight. Mm. Like, you know, they knew the champ, fly Eagles, fly, and all that. And you, and, you, and you know what? You know the rule that we have. And it's been like this since we were kids. You don't ever text or call during the game. Like, that, that, that's, that's, that's rules for breakup right there. Like, you, you don't do that. And, Mike, I can't tell you how many damn text messages I got, I, I got from numbers. That, and and, and, and here's, here's the visual. You know that they're not, you know, y'all don't, you're not really close or y'all don't stay in contact when y'all don't talk like that. And random numbers, man. I was like, man, I was just like the look on my face, man. I just like, I, I, you, and, and Jimmy G is a bitch. <laughs> he can't go back in and play. Like he can't go in and play, man. He, ah, oh. you, you, dude, it, my, you, you know what? I, excuse me, sports family. Because people will like a lot of y'all will say, okay, what's wrong? What's the problem? Y'all, you know, the, the 49ers have really benefited from a lot of success recently. It, it, we, we come from the school of, of you win it all or you don't win at all, man. I mean, it's winning it all means no second place, no third place. NFC championship, making it to the NFC championship game means nothing to me. We have five Super Bowl championships. So, you know, when you come from that pedigree of that's your expectations, that's your expectations. There's nothing like there's nothing after that. So I this say coming that from the guy that told me to be happy about winning the NFC South. <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere, okay? <laughs> start somewhere, all right, Mike. So, so here, here's what I'll say. I'm gonna give the visual, and we could talk about this stuff. We actually have our, our teams have a transfer portal 
for the NFL. You know, for some reason, y'all like to pluck our talent. And I and I noticed for the last several years, y'all stopped doing that <laughs> when it backfired, when y'all got the Hulk. Remember, what was, what was my boy? Deshaun Ghostin. Deshaun Ghostin. Yes. Like, yeah, boy. Damaged. Damaged. <laughs> damaged. Leave our damn players alone, okay? They only fit our system. It's a 15-yard penalty waiting to happen. So check this out though. Like it is it's one of those things too where it's just like, you know, when I when when I speak to other 49er fans and you know, hear them out, and I come to this rationale of look, we done blew a lot of draft picks that could have really panned out at key positions. Like, you know, I wanted y'all tackle, uh, that young tackle y'all drafted a few years ago. Um, uh what's yes, yes, we need him. So when you think about the, the wasted draft picks that we we weren't on the same page with, I don't think Trey Lance, it's not Trey Lance's fault. I've heard it all. He's a bust. He's this and that. And if he didn't draft his damn self, like, who am I? Like, if you if somebody walked up to me right now and gave me a million dollars said, hey, you deserve this, who am I to say no? So Trey Lance, that whole debacle, it's not his fault. But I, I it shows a, a, a front office that's divided. I don't think Kyle Shanahan wanted to draft him. And he was so just think about the arrogance of this trading away your number three overall uh, pick, not just pick, but quarterback it's supposed to be your franchise quarterback within the, by the third year, you're trading him away to the Dallas Cowboys, your rival, your, your, your conference rival. Like make that make sense for me, Mike. It doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it's, it's, it's egg on the face, but again, we talked about it before. Like, I think the only thing that afforded them to be able to do this now was because they got Purdy and he's on such a cheap contract. So, you know, you're able to kind of cut this cord and move on. But to your point, you never get those draft picks back. Mm, mm, mm. And I tell you what, it's it, it, this is the the nuance of all this 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 corporate stuff and, and the NFL. So just think about this. So for whatever reason, Trey Lance wasn't good enough. They weren't willing to develop him or whatever the case is. But we're so willing. The 49ers do a really good job of developing and, and kind of cultivating this, this illusion of you know minority uh, uh, coaches. You notice every year we get about one to two comp picks when it comes to you know development of uh, minority uh, uh, coaching and every year man we benefit from that and the reason why I bring that up is that um, is it really development or are we just taking advantage of a, a, a broken rule <laughs> you know I'm not trying to be petty about it but I'm just saying I'm saying like what's more important are, are equal ultimately the, the coaches are getting the opportunity and they're delivering. So whether y'all are taking advantage of a rule and just using good coaches that you know, you know, will still be good for you, or um, whether it's just you're finding really good coaches and they just so happen to be minority, I don't know. But ultimately, it's a positive, you know, like you guys are at least doing what the rules intended to do. <laughs> and if they work, if they work, Steve Wilkes will have a hell of a year and he should be reconsidered to be a head coach in the future because he got a raw deal 
and with Arizona one year. I like, come on, dude. Like that. It's so. It, I mean, I don't even know. You used to say Arizona. I'd say Arizona and Carolina. True. Oh, true that. That's right. So, um, it, it, you know, I, I, again, it, I don't think this is me being petty. It's just something to kind of talk about, it, it, you know, because again, Kyle Shanahan, you know what the, you know, the, the wins, he's on the right side of wins. And we know that like, I, I take Dan Campbell. Now, Dan Campbell, we said, hey, look, and I got to eat my words. I was like, partially, I'm going to eat my words because I didn't think Dan Campbell wasn't going to be a good head coach. But when you keep moving the goalposts and saying, hey, this particular guy didn't interview well and this and that and the third. Well, Dan Campbell came out talking about he, he kneecaps and elbows. And hey, I thought I was in the boot camp clip. I like he just got through listening to some damn mystical dude. And and, you know, fast forward to present day, you know, he was given the opportunity to get better at head coaching. And, you know, he had the tools. He, he's got a mindset to say, we're going to make you guys like dogs. Detroit got dogs. And you better but, but did they get better at coaching or did they actually get better at drafting? I think it's a little bit of both. I, I look, look, you can't, you can't surround yourself around the uh, NFL pedigree and, and, and that front office that he did. Now, Dan ain't stupid. He realized where he's deficient at and he surrounded himself with some good head coaches. You're right. And they drafted well. Hell, when you drafting at the top of the uh, draft every damn year, you should. <laughs> but but think about back in the day, they used to pick receiver after receiver after receiver after receiver, and and you'd be like, when are they going? They're always at the top in the draft, and they never were that good. But now you look, and I think probably five, four or five of their last draft picks have all been hits, mm-hmm. and they've all been dudes, whether it's offensive line, running back, secondary, like. Trench trench position. They've they've hit on a lot of positions more recently. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and when you when you think about it though, too, it's just like they realize that they are at a point where like he it, it when you realize that you gotta establish a culture, I think it makes it easy uh for you to identify here's what the culture is gonna be, here's what our mindset is gonna be, because I want our identity to be this of dogs. And when you think about it. Them trading um, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, that that was genius. That was smart. They was like, we we not paying you that. It's not that Hawkinson was wasn't good, but they were like, we got other places where we can uh, uh, benefit from. We need in the trenches. And when you see that boy Hutch, shit, <laughs> hey, he go not not a problem is gonna be when he expecting that uh uh that bosa that nick bosa contract <laughs> he want that bosa money he gonna get that nick bosa money and so but mike when you when you when you think about this you raise a good point with um you know the opportunities are like they're of like uh the likes of a steve wilts who you know yeah i almost forgot that what he put on film last year with carolina i mean that was really impressive um but but you know, it's just like, okay, I got to go and be the defensive coordinator, whatever, you know, to prove myself or whatever the case is. I don't understand that when, you know, we see the counterparts get these opportunities to, you know, uh, to develop. And I'm a firm believer in the, in the fact that I think all head coaches, I don't care if you like them or not, I think all head coaches should be given a minimum of five years. Because when you think about what Detroit, 
hell, it took a good two solid years to get rid of the riffraff out of there. And then year three, we're building upon, you know, what we had. Like, and if, if you were one of the lucky ones to be kept in Detroit, then guess what? Now you're that much older now, you know, let's say 25, 26, and you're building upon that. But, dude, I hope we don't have to play Detroit this year. Yeah, they're for real. They're for real. I hope we play y'all. <laughs> and I think we do, yeah. right? We Yeah, we got y'all in Santa Clara this year. Thank you. Gotta chalk that up as a win. <laughs> Leave this conversation over, sports family. <laughs> hey, so sports family, check this out. We got a, we, we got, I want y'all to do me Man, Mike is a dear friend, very, very good friend, my best friend. So we're we going to have to check up on Mike during the year if uh, the season kind of falls off the rails. But I don't think we will. Like, like, like I'm going to hear from Mike. If y'all win, who, who y'all got tomorrow? You don't even damn know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not watching it. I'm watching college football this year. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Well, I'll keep you posted, Mike. We're going to, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you to keep me posted. <laughs> I'm a bless over you, man. I'm a bless over you, man. But man, a, a sports family, we, you know what? Seriously, we we got to look out for our people, man. You know, in this time of year, it's gonna be a lot of, um, you know, a lot of uh, anguish, a lot of sorrow, sorrow. And look, I'm just gonna keep it real, Mike. If we don't do what we're su- uh, supposed to and we're projected to do, I'm, I'm good. I want a head coach that can win with less. Okay, I want Pete Carroll, dog. I want Pete Carroll. Yeah, you heard me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Okay, we'll have to, this might be its own episode next week. Yes, sir. Well, Mike. Well, I tell you what, man. I know you got to get out there, and you got to you got you got to mow that grass this week. I got y'all work to do, buddy. Hey, well, hey, you get to it, man, and take all that anger out on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sports family, until next time. Peace.